I'm Pete Roper, and this is Life in a Skinhead Bunker 2. Still down here, down in my bunker, three miles under southern England in a secret location. I don't know when I'm ever going to get out, but I've got enough booze and I've got enough food. Well, crisps. So we'll see how it goes. Anyway, why have I done another one of these fucking things? I don't know. Bored. I'm bored, aren't I? I've got nothing else to do down here. So maybe I'll keep doing it for a bit. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. It's a bit of a laugh, and it's a laugh. <laughs> Oh, 
Combat 84 there, followed by The Business. Um, I paired them together because I just want to say something about, you know, we've we've reached a certain age now where around us we're starting to see people our age and even a bit younger than us suddenly passing away. Um, Chubby Chris for a start, uh, it was a bit of a shock when that happened, but now Tony Van Freighter as well, it's a mond. Um, and Mickey Fitz going through what he's going through. It's it's a bit of a... It's, it's an eye-opener. It leaves you a bit shell-shocked, doesn't it? Um, anyway, good luck to Mickey. I hope he recovers fully and goes on to make more brilliant records. Now, as I said in the first one, I ain't no DJ. It's not really what I'm interested in. Uh, this is just about... In my opinion, having a bit of a laugh, having a bit of a say, and playing some decent music. Now, with that in mind, the next three songs I'm going to play, um, I don't know, I don't think you'd hear too many DJs playing them. It's kind of like, to them, cheesy. But to me, they're three of the most important um, reggae songs in my life. I mean... I've known these songs since I was a very young kid and always have loved them. And to this day, not one of them, not one of the three, has diminished at all. So, first up, Dave and Ansel Collins with Double Barrel. I am the Magnificent. I'm back with the shack of a soul, boss, most turning, storming, sound of soul. Check it out. 
next song is a Dandy Livingstone song. Um, I you I always find Dandy Livingstone stuff a bit odd. He's I think he's his stuff's a bit strange, um, and, and he can his vocal style can be a bit weird. Um, but this next song, he just gets it for me. He gets it spot on. Um, I don't know who Suzanne is and why she needs to beware the devil, but Dandy knows. So this is uh, Suzanne Beware of the Devil. Suzanne Beware of the Devil Don't let him spoil your heart Suzanne Beware of the Devil Don't let him put us apart Didn't you say we got apart? Or did you say let's go for a walk? Didn't you say you got someone new? Or did you say you like the color of my shoe? I don't know what's going on You're not the girl I used to know You're turning my world upside down Branding me with a frown Hey, hey. Susan, beware of the devil Don't let him spoil your heart Susan, beware of the devil Don't let him put us apart Didn't you say you're leaving town? Or did you say you're sticking around? Didn't you say you're serious? Or did you say it's all a bluff? Why do you want to change our dreams? All the things we planned and schemed Do you really want to go? Or is it just an overnight glow? Hey, hey. Susan, beware of the devil Spoil your heart Susan, beware of the devil Don't let him put us apart No, no Did you say we got apart? Or did you say let's go for a walk? Did you say you got someone new? Did you say you like the color of your shoe? I don't know what's going on. You're not the girl I used to know. You're turning my world upside down, branding me with a frown. Hey, hey. Susan, beware of the devil. Don't let him spoil your heart. Hey, hey. Susan, beware of the devil. Oh, don't let him put us apart. Oh, oh. Susan, beware of the devil. Now, this next one is probably my all-time favourite reggae song. I've just always absolutely loved it, Uh, and nothing changes. I think it's a terrific song Um, by the Pioneers. um, I'm going to put this one out to my good mate, Gary Kell, who fucking hates it. I don't know why he just does, Um, but there you go. Uh, Let your year be yeah. But you don't mean it You keep telling me no And try to lean it You're giving me butts and maybe You know this will drive me crazy Why can't 
Reminds me of the time that me and Glenda had breakfast with Prince Buster and his entourage. Yeah, it was, that was quite interesting. Yeah, we we uh, we talked about some mad stuff and uh, you know had a cup of tea and a bit of toast. Oh, that's, uh, it's not actually true. I must admit, we were in the same restaurant. He was about twenty foot away, thirty foot away with his big crew, and we were all hung over having our breakfast. It was still mad though. It'd be sitting there having breakfast and. There's Prince Buster over there, dipping his dippy egg. But anyway, that was after we'd been to a gig the night before, see Prince Buster at um, Bournemouth, which was a fucking good gig. He was he was shockingly good, a man of his age. Um, same can't be said from Mark Lamar, who was the DJ that night. I mean, he's got, yeah, who can deny he's got an amazing record collection, but he just seemed to want to play just nondescript, Jazzy Scar, and it was just fucking boring, really. Anyway, this uh, this next song is one of my own bands and one of my own songs I wrote this song. Um, you might think I'm a bit of a big head, but I mean, it's turned out to be one of my all-time favourite Retaliator songs. Uh, it's just something about it I love. It's just a dark, nasty little song. Um, and Basie brought it to life with his fucking guitar work, as he always does. Um, but anyway, have some of this. Stomping around off the beaten track Get a skinny little fucker in a baseball cap Look him in the eye, he'll just run away He won't be back for a couple of days When he does, mate, you better be where He's a dirty little shit Like the fight, he's after your blood on his very old night. He's getting it. He 
If I keep doing this, if this becomes a little bit of a regular thing, I don't know if it will yet, but if it does, I'm going to sort of keep the same format as, as the first one. Um, and on that note, this takes us into the 70s section where I'm going to play a couple more 70s tracks. Now, I don't know about you, but, you know, I love the 70s. There's a lot of nostalgia there for me. Um, I, I was growing up. I was born in the 60s, and I was really growing up in the 70s. They're, they're the Christmases I remember, and, and the telly, and the music, you know. And, and fuck me, there was some good music around then. Well, I, I, don't know if, I don't know if 70s music, glam, and all that stuff is your cup of tea, but it is mine. Uh, I like it. So I'm going to play a couple more. Um, the first one is a track from T-Rex, which was a massive hit back then. And back then, my sister was massive T-Rex fan. Followed them all over the country, uh, much to me, me old man's fucking horror. Um, but one, one night, I think it was Cardiff. She'd gone up to Cardiff from London to, to see them. And she'd managed to get herself right at the front of the stage. Now, she's at the time, she's young. I mean, I think she's about 15, 16. And she's at the front of the stage with, with me cousin Jude. And, and they, there's a big crush. And they start getting crushed. And, and they can't get out of it. Well, the security see that, you know, they're in trouble. Anyway, they oik them out. Now, they oik Jude to one side. But... They oik my sister, Pam. They oik her up onto the stage because she's Sparko. She's, she's collapsed. Um, anyway, she don't know nothing about this. All she knows is she sort of comes round feeling a bit groggy and feeling a bit weird. And she opens her eyes to see Mark Bolan looking down at her, singing as T-Rex are playing a song. And she sparks out again and she don't wake up until Cardiff General. <laughs> Yeah. 
day I was a fully paid up member of the Sweet Fan Club, believe it or not. Had my little card on all that stuff. Used to get letters and photos. I fucking loved the Sweet. But back then you did. You know, young lads, we were all into Sweet and Slade. And that was the bother, bother boy music of the day, you know. It, it really was. In a way, it was the start of it. You can see why Slade in particular are hailed as probably the first proper skinhead band, even though it was a... You know, it was a product thing. The the record company has a, saw it, uh, the image as cashing in on on what was going on around them, and and they knew that, and they and they felt like fakes doing it. But even so, they've still remained this iconic skinhead band, if you like. Anyway, as I've already said, if I do keep doing this, I am going to keep the same format and and just get get a pattern going on it. Um, and this time, last time in the first one. It was time to step outside the box, and I played Chaz and Dave, which I love. Uh, I'm going to keep doing, stepping out of the box and playing one track that, you know, is completely unrelated to everything else that I'm going to play. Just stepping out of the box a bit. Now, I'm going to play all kinds of things here. It's only ever going to be one track, but 
you're going to hear some different stuff. You might have heard it before. You probably have. You might not. And if you haven't and you hear it and you like it, then jobs are good. Anyway, this next one is an artist that I do like. He did a lot of good stuff. But for me, nothing as good as this track I'm about to play now. Sam Cooke with Bring It On Home To Me. Next one. Not only do I love it, it's a great song, but it tells such a brilliant story, so I've got to play it. But before I play it, in case you don't know the story, I'll just run it by you. Um, it's about when those Parker brothers from Condemned 84, when they were younger, they went on a trekking holiday in the Brecon Beacons, just them two. Um, backpacks, you know, one-man tents. Well, anyway, they arrived at the Beacons, at the foot of the Beacons, and there is this little tiny village, no more than a little pub and a few houses. Um, so they think, they're a bit nervous, it's late in the day, it's going to get dark soon. They'll, they'll, they'll just pop into the old slaughtered lamb for a, a swift half, just to bolster their courage up. So they go in there for a, for a swift half. Landlord inquires to what they're doing, are they trekking, are they camping? 
Yeah, they tell him we're, we're just going for a bit of a camp up the old uh, Brecon Beacons. And then uh, they're looking around and they're sort of thinking, gosh, it's like a scene from American Werewolf in London. It's that, it's that on the Yorkshire Moors in that pub. So just having a laugh, Kev says to him, there ain't no fucking werewolves up there, is there, mate? No, no bloody werewolves, he said. But he said there was a lot of sheep and a couple of yaks. Parker Brothers looked at each other a little bit nervous. Well, fuck it, there was a yak. Yaks won't harm you. Will they die? No. Well, anyway, they're a bit edgy about it. But the old innkeeper goes on to tell them that, well, there is one particular yak that they really do want to avoid. The villagers have been after him for quite a while. He's a fucker. Nasty bastard. But he's different to all the others. They say, the people that have seen him, they say that he's got a big, long, hairy mane that flows from the back of his head, down his back, down about his neck, like a lion. Maybe he thinks he's a fucking lion, but whatever, he's a bullshit, nasty bastard. And if they see him, keep quiet and keep still. But worse, if he sees them, run like fuck. Get your asses back into the village as quick as you can. And as you come into the village, holler these words and I'll be listening out. And I'll be waiting there with my 12 bore. With that, the innkeeper whispers the words in the Parker brothers' ears and sends them on their way. So they trek up the hill and it's getting dark now. A bit misty up there, a little bit of rain. They get those tents thrown up as quick as they can, get in their sleeping bags, and they're laying there, both shit in their pants. Further up the hill, just 100 yards or so, on a flat bit, right at the top, there's a silhouette standing there of a big old beast. And that big old beast is looking down at them two weird shapes on his fucking hillside. What the fuck? He gives a big snort of derision. And down in them tents, those Parker brothers sit bolt upright. What the fucking hell was that? Chap, chap, chap. What, what the fuck was that? Chap, chap. With that, in unison, they both switch on their torches. But unfortunately, both their tents are red. And from up on that hilltop, it looks like two big red eyes have suddenly stared out the yak. Well, he ain't having none of that. Fuck that caper. He fucking roars at the moon and he fucking charges off that hilltop. The Parker brothers hear him coming and they don't fucking wait. There ain't time to get out of the fucking tents. So they just stick their feet out of the tents and they run with their tents still on them. It's like a scene from Forrest Gump. Run, Forrest, run! Those tents fall off them in bits and bobs, bits of metal flying. But those Parker scallywags fucking run. Those bother boots are thumping that hillside as they fucking tear down that hillside. The yak, he ain't having none of it. He's giving good chase. He wants some of them. He's fucking hearing after them. And they can hear him gaining. Well, they've got no choice. They've got to have a look. 
They're running like fuck, but they've got to have a look. What is it? What is chasing them? So together, they both take a peek over their shoulder as they're running. And they wish they hadn't. That yak is a scene from hell. He's a fiery beast and he's flying through the air. Big hairy mane flying behind him in the wind. And he's coming for them. Their fucking blood turns to ice and they fucking run! Anyway, as they near the village, they start trying to remember what those fucking magic words were. And they're running and they're thinking and they can't remember. And the yak's gaining on them, thundering after them, the hooves clattering that fucking grass. And they roar into the village and right at the same time it comes to them both. And they holler as loud as they can. Psychomaniac! Oh!
Yeah, that's Condemned 84 with Psycho and Dropkick Murphys with The Gauntlet. Two cracking songs, two of my favourite songs. I love them songs. Um, I played with uh, Condemned for a little while. Um, did a few European gigs standing in for Gunk, which I thoroughly enjoyed. It was a great experience and it made me realise what a fucking popular band they are. They are such a big band in the skinhead scene. Uh, I didn't I didn't really get into them, to be honest. Um and they've done some great stuff over the years, but uh, Psycho is just, it's one of my favourite songs. I, I don't know why. Everyone else would name other songs, but there's something about that song I like. I've always liked dark songs, stuff about dark stuff. I like that. And it's got a real heavy sound, thanks to Basie. Um But, yeah, I love it. Anyway, on that note, we've reached the end again. This is it. You're going to leave me down this fucking bunker on my own for a few weeks, months, I don't know how long. Incidentally, if you've got any requests, if you want me to play something or you want me to say something, uh, just uh, let us know. I mean, you know where I am on Facebook. Um, Just contact me and make some suggestions. Uh, If I keep this going, I'm going to run out of ideas sooner or later. So, yeah, all, all suggestions, welcome. Last week, I was talking a little bit about Rocksteady, which is my favourite genre of Jamaican music. And there is a certain man who, in my book, became a Rocksteady god. Um, his Rocksteady output wasn't massive, not as big as others, but what he did was just pure gold. So I'm going to leave you tonight with a couple of Derek Morgan tracks. Enjoy. See you later.
no Skylarker. I'm only known as a conquering ruler. <laughs> Coming from the north with my face to the south, I'm quite sure I can knock you out. I'm the conqueror anywhere you go. The conqueror, I want you all to know. The conqueror, and I rule also. The conqueror. Suggest I'm the conqueror Anywhere you go The conqueror I want you all to know The conqueror And I rule also The conqueror Put up on the face now Favor them whole pick up a resort I'm on the 